0: The following program is underwritten in part by Viagen Pets, the leading provider of animal genetic preservation and cloning services. Preserve the genes of your dog or cat to extend the special bond you share with them. Get your free information kit and special offer for Animal Radio listeners at www.viagenpets.com. That's V-I-A-G-E-N-Pets.com.
1: Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Villani. and here are your hosts Hal Abrams and Judy Francis.
2: Wow, another doozy of a show! You have packed it jam full today. Thank you, uh, well,
1: thank you
3: very
2: much. A couple of great guests. We're going to talk to an attorney who's, I guess, he's exclusively representing dogs.
3: Yeah, he's kind of like a deals with dogs on death row
2: really does he, does he bill the dog bill or them or like bill them,
3: yeah.
4: billable yeah. hours that's that's what i want to know yeah. they pay
2: well,
3: with bones
2: <laughs> we'll have to ask him about that that's a really good question uh, but he's going to be on in just a few minutes i don't know too many attorneys that specifically dedicate their practice to animals or you know, dogs
3: there aren't but you will be hearing about it soon it's it's a new trend you're on. going to see it oh yeah there's going to be a lot of lawyers that are going to specialize in that area
4: Okay. Well, I think once, you know, once they figure out a uh, pet's property or they're yeah. you know, an entity, that's, that's, that's really gonna, I mean, it's going where they're less of, of property and which is a good thing.
2: So this yeah. is, this could be good. We're also gonna be talking to a biologist who's written a book called Are We Smart Enough to Know How Smart Animals Are?
3: The answer to me is no. Yes. No.
2: So, uh, that's on the way in just a few minutes. We're also gonna take your calls for Dr. Debbie and dog father Joey Volani. In fact, Joey, what are you working on?
4: We're going to be talking about um, knots in your dog, brushing them out clean, dirty. I I know there's been a lot of confusion, so let's
2: settle it today. Okay, that's on the way. And Lori Brooks in the newsroom, what are you working on?
5: Yes. You know, cat cafes are pretty big overseas right now. Yeah, like
2: in China, Um, I believe. In Japan, you can go just to get a cup of coffee and sit and hang with some cats. I think it's a great idea. They should do that here. They
5: are. They're going to. Yeah, they're going to. In fact, there is already a couple in America. Uh One I know of for sure, but there's a, a huge city that is going to be getting one, and we'll tell you where that's going to be and how cool it is for cats, okay?
2: That's cool. Yeah. I can hang out with a bunch of cats in a cafe. Yeah, well, that, yeah. that, that, that sounds like fun. Also, in just a few minutes, Robert Simro with... Ten meaningful ways to forever honor your pet. Ten meaningful ways to honor your pet hmm. forever. But first, your calls toll free one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. And let's go to Bill. Hey, Bill. Hey, how are you today? Good. How are you
6: doing? I had, uh, was was over at my mom's house several weeks ago, and uh, there, it's a house that's under under renovation across the street, and it's opened up on the bottom over there. There are some cats over there um one of which i can't even lay hands on he's a really sweet guy but he just won't come to me but um i did uh, take three of those animals as rescues and um one of which was a female uh turned out she was pregnant 3 weeks after i took her in i, I didn't even know she was pregnant but uh mm-hmm. one of the ones it was it was a male he's uh he's FIV positive um, okay. I'll, yeah, I was a little concerned about a couple of things. Uh, she had, uh, the female had kittens. They appear to be, you know, on the outside, they appear to be perfectly normal. But the uh, the thing I'm I'm thinking about, you know, with the FIV male is I'm, I'm trying to find a way to get him adopted. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, there's a couple of sites that I've gone to, you know, and, and listed him and so forth. But as you may expect, it's kind of difficult to get an FIV animal adopted, even when they're perfectly healthy.
7: Absolutely, um, yeah. And,
6: you know, I was, I was wondering about that, and also um, outside of L lysine, uh, what what should I be doing to uh, try to keep the guy healthy? It's a real unfortunate situation. He lives in my master bathroom. Okay, um, okay. So you know, he can't come out of there because of my other cats.
7: So have you taken him then to the vet? They've checked him out and everything, and they tested him, and, yeah. and that's how we know that.
6: Yeah, yeah, but you know, let's say it's it's sort one of those, you know, he could he could have had a vaccine. And he just might mm-hmm. be testing yeah. positive because of vaccine. But God, who knows?
7: Okay. Well, so let's kind of back up here because when we talk about initials, everyone likes to know what the initials stand for. Um, FIV, uh, feline immunodeficiency virus. Um, so it is an immune virus that we see in cats. And we usually see it in cats that are in certain populations. So um, feral cats or cats that go outdoors are at a higher rate of acquiring FIV. Um, and we do tend to see a little bit more... More in male cats, especially males that are not neutered, and that's partly because of the tendency to get into fights. And the transmission of FIV is primarily through blood or through saliva. So, fighting activity means we have a high rate of acquiring or passing that disease on to other animals. Of the of the ways that we can pass that, we can have cats that are FIV positive that live in a home with other cats, with um, you know certain um, conditions. One is that um, in those households, we have to be aware that the other cats have to be tested regularly to see, um, to make make sure that they're not acquiring that. And it has to be a household where there isn't fighting going on. So if uh, generally the risk of one cat passing it by shared uh, household items is pretty low. It, it's possible, but it's pretty low. Usually it's through fighting. So if the cats don't fight in the house, then there are some cats that live, you know, in uh, cohabitate with a cat that isn't positive and um, the family just has to be really cautious with that. But in many cases we will try to uh, especially home an FIV positive cat, not just because of the infectious disease, but also because there's special stuff that comes up with having that virus. And FIV can affect a lot of different systems. We can see a, a tendency for infections, abscesses, respiratory infections, uh, Ooh. diarrhea, um, anemia, and sometimes it'll actually, it we'll see problems with kidney disease down the road, so. It, it can shorten their life, um, but it just means we have a little special needs guy here that needs a little extra attention and monitoring. Um, there's a lot of therapies that you'll find out there for pets or for cats that have FIV. And, you know, there are antiviral treatments and that's usually more for when we have active disease that's going on. Mm-hmm. Some, some guidelines that I can tell you though, uh, for a cat that has FIV is that we want to avoid certain things. So it, we want to keep them indoors because we don't want mm-hmm. them to be going outside exposing other cats um, in these populations, we do want to keep that stress level um, in the house low, not just if we have multiple cats, because that helps to keep his stress level lower, less tendency for fighting, but also just household stress in general can um, cause cats to have um, outbreaks of disease. So just like us, you know, if you have a bad heart and you're in a high-stress job, your, your doctor's going to tell you you need to decrease your stress. And so for cats, that means we may live, we want to give them opportunities to hide, to have um, not see outdoor cats. We may use pheromones in the home. We may... Um, increase the the perching sites that they have there's a lot of different strategies to, but that's another uh, making sure they're spayed and neutered is very important um, especially for the boys because the desire to fight or to roam is higher and uh, we want to try to curtail both of those behaviors mm-hmm. diet i would have to say the number one thing with diet in cats with fiv is we we would avoid raw diets um, and it's, it's kind of like, uh, their, their immune systems can't fight off those normal bacteria that they may encounter in, uh, raw foods. Um, so that would be an extra risk factor for them. But besides that, I'd say a good quality nutrition is really just the biggest thing when it comes to diet.
6: So I give, you know, most of my cats get what I call a mid-level nutrition. It's like, uh, you know, friskies and that sort of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I can't, I've got enough cats, that I really can't afford to give them $40 a bag of food, you know.
7: Yeah. But, uh, well, and if you have a lot of yeah. cats, then this may not be the ideal situation for Having a cat with FIV for all those things I just mentioned. And I would encourage you to make sure we do follow up and retest him because you mentioned, you know, some cats, if they've actually been vaccinated for FIV, it will cause a false positive on our test. But so we also mm-hmm. do recommend, um, with a, a positive test to follow up in a couple months again to test it again. And then there's even some confirming tests we can do a test called PCR, which we would often look at as well. What
8: um, is so,
7: that
6: PCR?
7: Yeah. So it's a, it's a DNA based test. Um, That tests for the presence of the virus. It's just basically another laboratory method. It's not with, it's not foolproof. Um, but it's another way that we can help to try to identify whether or not a cat's positive status is genuine. No testing is perfect. So we usually interpret the test results with the symptoms and with also the population that uh, the cat is coming from. Now, was your, was this kitty, um, neutered when you got him? Was he already previously neutered?
6: No, he was not, but I had him neutered after I got him.
7: And, and I'd have to say, the odds are, if he wasn't neutered when you got him, the chances of him having been vaccinated for FIV is probably unlikely. So I would tend to right. probably believe that he's more likely genuinely infected. Yeah.
5: So, yeah, But, yeah, I do other, still
7: you know, like to follow up and recheck that in a couple months and make sure.
6: I understand that the incubation period for this thing is about nine weeks uh, as far as testing these kittens that have appeared. Um, yeah,
7: so depending on the age of the kittens, when they're actually nursing on mom, to say if mom was positive. The, the kittens will actually test positive often while they're nursing because they have mom's uh, immunity in their in their system. So usually once yeah. they're off of mom about 12 weeks we like to test them and then I'll test them a couple months later as well because that can change with time.
6: Okay. So. well she when I took her in she was negative but you know having said that, Mm-hmm. um i didn't even know she was pregnant until about three weeks oh, got her. she was she was not showing you know
7: cats are funny so, that way aren't they <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah well I'm, no. I'm just saying as far as as far as far as her coming out of negative she could technically be positive and we just she don't could. know yet
7: yeah and that's yeah. where you know one single test is not always um enough so but yeah we would want to retest her down the road here at least a couple months too
6: Okay, so wait. You're saying from, from the time of birth of the kittens, wait uh, about, eight, about eight or nine weeks or so and then take them all in together and have a single test done on all the cats?
7: Well, um, that that is a strategy some folks do where they'll pull the blood between all the kittens and do one test. You know, there's some potential error with that, and we can mm-hmm. miss cats that are actually genuinely positive. So ideally we would test each individual kitten and then again retest them again a couple months later. So it depends mm-hmm. on if these kittens are going to be with you or... Or, you know going into a shelter environment or into an adoption situation so yeah well, um, i
6: was probably going to keep them because i've actually got an opportunity to uh, socialize these animals
7: <laughs> yeah. yeah wow got a lot going on here bill so take care of those babies and you're doing a great thing taking in the ferals so. we just have to kind of be, be aware you know these kitties have a little bit rougher lifestyle um they're a little bit more exposed to infectious disease and we gotta be more vigilant so my best wishes to you and, and those kitties
2: There you go, 1-866-405-8405 to reach out, just like Bill did. Listening on WFNC in Fayetteville, North Carolina, a brand new affiliate. Welcome, North Carolina. You can also ask your questions from the free Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Well, this portion of Animal Radio was underwritten by World's Best Cat Litter. Here's a tip. Ditch that giant box of cat litter and switch to the concentrated power of World's Best Cat Litter. I'm telling you, it delivers big performance in a tiny package. I get mine over at Target and Walmart, and even at my local grocery store. Thanks, world's best, for underwriting this portion of Animal Radio.
0: For over a decade, Viagen has been the leading provider of genetic preservation and cloning services of prized livestock with thousands of satisfied clients. Now announcing Viagen Pets, providing genetic preservation and cloning services to pet parents. Consider preserving the genes of your pet to extend the special bond you share with them. Get your free information kit and special offer for Animal Radio listeners at www.viagenpets.com. That's V-I-A-G-E-N Pets. Did you know canine caviar diets are formulated with common health concerns in mind, such as diabetes, cancer, and kidney disease? You see, canine caviar uses low GI carbs, which reduce hunger and prolong physical endurance. Free of GMO, gluten, hormones, steroids, and antibiotics. Canine Caviar's five-star dog and cat foods are the only alkaline-based foods in the world. And that promotes a healthy lifestyle for your furry family. Find out more at CanineCaviar.com.
9: I am the family
1: dog. And it's that time of year again, the one where pet parents start looking for Fido-friendly hotels and destinations where Fido is welcome. Make no bones about it. Pets are part of the family, and we like to sniff out new places, too. And we hate to be turned away, especially when we're on our best behavior. So we won't be left out in the cold. Be sure to pick up a copy of Fido-friendly magazine to find the best hotels and destinations where Fido is always welcome. Go online to FidoFriendly.com. And subscribe today.
2: You know, like a lot of you, I used to struggle to get to sleep. Of course, that was before I met Mike Lindell and was fit for my pillow. I've never slept so well or felt so rested. That's because my pillow is fit to you. The kind of sleeper you are. You know, if you're a back sleeper or a side sleeper or how big or small you are. My pillow is the pillow with the perfect fit. Then at night, I moved the patented my pillow fill just to the right place for me. You know, to support my head and to cradle me like well, you know, let me tell you a good night's sleep is a life changer. My pillow doesn't go flat, it doesn't get hot, and I sleep like a baby. Now it's your turn. I have a very special offer for you. Buy one MyPillow and we'll give you one for your partner free. Call 800-867-0058 and use the promo code AW for your free pillow and start sleeping better right away. Call 800-867-0058 or go to MyPillow.com and be sure to use the promo code AW for two life-changing pillows for the price of one. Make the call.
9: Get that flooring project done for less with exclusive deals from Lumber Liquidators. This week, get 20% off more than 50 varieties of North American and European laminate, like gorgeous alpine oak. We've lowered prices on our pre-finished three-quarter inch solid hardwood floors. Wide plank solid antique oak is an amazing one ninety-nine. Solid hickory is just two ninety-nine. dollars And get beautiful Bellawood $1 off a square foot. Plus more deals from 69 cents and special financing. The best flooring deals end Tuesday, so visit LumberLiquidators.com to find a store near you. Your- are listening to Animal Radio.
1: Call the Dream Team now at one 405 8405 Okay,
2: everyone be very, very quiet because Gordy
1: is sleeping.
2: <laughs> He's such a cute sleeper, too. <laughs> we certainly don't want to wake him. It's Animal Radio. This is where we celebrate and honor our animals. And that's why we're going to speak quietly here and let Gordy get his... Beauty sleep, because you yeah. know he needs it. What are you working on there in the newsroom?
5: Um, there's a, a new trend developing across the country with pet therapy animals and stuff, and they're in hospitals and prisons and nursing homes yeah. and everything. And now colleges are using them, but probably not in the way that uh, you would anticipate. Can
3: you hear me?
2: Yeah, I, I can hear you. I think, okay. he, I, think he's, right. I think he's actually woken up there. I think we were too loud. so I didn't speak to normal. <laughs> Well, this is cool. So colleges are using these therapy animals now?
5: Yes. And theres I just think it's super. There's this one university that has already over 20 dogs that are at the school every day to deal with the
2: kids and stuff. It's really great. Good things happening. Well, we'll hear more about that in the news in just a couple of minutes here. Also, we're going to talk to Dr. Franz DeWall. He's going to answer the age-old question, are we smart enough to know how smart our animals are? Yeah, think about that one there. Also, Attorney Jeremy Cohn will be joining us. Here's a 20-year attorney. He's been practicing law. I don't know what kind of law he's been practicing, but the last eight years, he's turned it over to exclusively dogs. He represents dogs. Dangerous dogs. Dangerous dogs? Dangerous dogs. Wow. Yes. That's uh, quite a career he's chosen there. Yeah. Also, with Robert Semro, we're just around the corner from 10 Meaningful Ways to Forever Honor Your Pet.
3: Oh, you know? I can't wait to see what those are.
2: I'm looking for ways to honor some pets that, you know, will pass eventually here soon. And I was thinking we could uh, shoot their ashes up into space or we could. Uh... No. No, you don't like that idea? No. Well, we'll find out what Rob has to say. He probably has some good, easier and maybe inexpensive ideas. <laughs> Let's uh, answer calls for Dr. Debbie and uh, groomer Joey Villani at one 405 8405 We have Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Hal. What's going on with your animals?
10: Well, my animals. I my my little dog has really bad breath.
2: So, what kind of dog?
10: He's a little Chihuahua Terrier mix. And,
7: and how old is he? Uh,
10: she will be three years she... old this month.
7: Alrighty. So, um, well, I'll tell you the bad breath. I mean, we talk about um, doggy breath, and there's there's three top things that I think of when I have somebody who's talking about bad breath in their dogs.
10: Uh-huh. Okay. First one
7: is dental disease. Okay. Second one is Dental disease. And, really? And the third one is dental disease.
10: And I you're writing all three down, too.
7: Yes. Yes. Well, and it's it's a, just a known fact. By two years of age, over 75% of dogs and cats already have some degree of dental disease. And we may not always see it. Um, it may not be something that's jumping out at us, but it it is there. And the reason is really because the teeth are, there's above the gum line and below the gum line. And only 40% of the tooth is above the gum line, what you can see. Um, so that means that there is processes going on underneath the gum line. So we have bacterial film, we get, Plaque build up, and then we get this, uh, you know, more mineralized tartar with time, especially in a Chihuahua, um, because they do have a lot of uh, typical dental problems. So at that age, I would certainly be talking about doing a dental cleaning, and it's more than just, you know, you know, if there's not a lot of tartar, there's other stuff we do. So we do full oral charting. And that means we're basically going to kind of probe under the gum lines. We're going to look for um, pockets along the teeth, which can indicate periodontal disease. And a lot of times we'll get odor from bacteria down in those pockets. Okay. So that's uh, an important thing. And also, you know, the veterinarian will check and make sure that the tonsils look good, that there's no masses or anything like that. That could be also okay. be contributing to the to the odor. Okay. And you know, and I do make jests, you know, saying everything's <laughs> due to dental disease. But right. the other types of things that can cause bad breath tend to be more medical in nature so we might be looking at you know gi disease gastric reflux um we might have something like diabetes or kidney disease um sinus infections things like that so those in a younger dog we might think a little less of and and i definitely would focus my radar on the the dental health
10: um my friend recommended giving my dog greenies what do you think (laughs)
7: Well, you know, I think that's something that we can use to go along with complete oral care, but it is not okay. a replacement for no. okay. dental okay. cleanings or for, you know, other types of home care. So okay. once I do have a dog that's had his teeth cleaned, then I definitely do follow up with whatever we can do at home to help him stay clean and also to keep, um, you know, the bacteria does, and the Does that include, like, brushing barrier. teeth? Absolutely. And well, oh. the best thing that can be done for home care is teeth brushing. That's the best thing. And we okay. want to do that every couple days because okay. the soft kind of plaque will become mineralized within about three days if we don't okay. dislodge it. So hey, that's can we get real working.
2: just for just a second? Do you do, you do that with BOSS?
7: You know what I I um okay. uh,
11: <laughs>
0: I do have a
7: toothbrush and we do brush his teeth, but the frequency of which is not what I recommend. Okay. So just check it. Uh, it's my husband's job. I will say that.
12: Okay,
7: <laughs> he's the one that's supposed to be doing that. So, but yes, that's the best thing you can do. But there are some other great home care products. Some through your veterinarian, and then some might be over the counter. And your veterinarian will have products that have ingredients like chlorhexidine, which is a anti micro. Um, solution that they can you can apply to the gums and it helps to decrease the odor and the bacteria in the mouth and can help to keep the plaque from building up so there's a okay. lot of different forms for that okay. um, also some of the oral products that contain zinc can be used for bad breath and it basically is because zinc interferes with the bacterial um, proliferation so it therefore helps with the odor associated with dental disease so those kind of things and you can you know certainly talk to your veterinarian about some great products out Uh there Um, but Mm -hmm. if you need help kind of going through the over-the-counter type of products, you can go to a very useful website. It's the Veterinary Oral Health Council website and it's the www.vohc.org and you can look at products and those oh, okay. go through some of the things like you mentioned, greenies, uh-huh. um, some different dental diets, some shoes and the ones that have actually been shown by veterinary dentists to be of some
13: use. Like the taste of fresh apples? Try an Angry Orchard Hot Cider. At Angry Orchard, we believe in tradition. That's why we use apples from a 100-year-old orchard. It takes two apples to make each bottle of Angry Orchard. So raise a glass to a time when apples were best served in a pint glass. Angry Orchard, when you're looking for something a little different. Crisp, refreshing, and not too sweet, just like me. Angry Orchard Hot
9: Cider. Brand out. And we cider company while in New York drink responsibly.
11: Mother's Day is next week and Pro Flowers is offering an amazing special. 100 stunning blooms for mom plus a free glass vase for $19.99. Go to ProFlowers.com click on the blue microphone in the upper right corner and enter the secret code 8484. But hurry this incredible deal expires this Friday with fresh flowers guaranteed delivery and add-ons to complete your gift Pro Flowers has everything you need to be a gifting expert on Mother's Day. Order now from Pro to get huge savings, you pick the delivery date and it's guaranteed 100 colorful blooms sent fresh from the fields and guaranteed to stay fresh and beautiful for at least seven days for $19.99 and will include a free glass face. Hurry, Mother's Day is next week, and this incredible special expires this Friday. The only way to get this amazing deal is to go to proflowers.com. Click on the blue microphone in the upper right corner and enter the secret code 8484. That's proflowers.com, secret code
9: 8484. Shipping charges not included. Satisfaction guaranteed To your money back. Get that flooring project done for less with exclusive deals from Lumber Liquidators. This week, get 20% off more than 50 varieties of North American and European laminate, like gorgeous alpine oak. We've lowered prices on our pre-finished three-quarter-inch solid hardwood floors. Wide plank solid antique oak is an amazing $1.99. Solid hickory is just $2.99. And get beautiful Bellawood $1 off a square foot. Plus more deals from 69 cents and special financing. The best flooring deals end Tuesday, so visit LumberLiquidators.com to find a store near you.
0: Did you know canine caviar diets are formulated with common health concerns in mind, such as diabetes, cancer, and kidney disease? You see, canine caviar uses low GI carbs, which reduce hunger and prolong physical endurance free of GMO, gluten, hormones, steroids, and antibiotics. Canine Caviar's five-star dog and cat foods are the only alkaline-based foods in the world, and that promotes a healthy lifestyle for your furry family. Find out more at CanineCaviar.com. Doctors
14: Foster and Smith Pet Supplies have a vet VIPPS-accredited online pharmacy covering all your pet's needs, from heartworm medications and anti-inflammatories like Rimadyl to non-prescription items like Canine Advantix Flea and Tick Preventive. Doctors Foster & Smith has your pet covered. We'll even contact your vet for you, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day with free shipping on orders over $49. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first.
15: This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster & Smith Pet Pharmacy with prescription medications and over-the-counter products like Advantix Flea & Tick medication
5: delivered right to your door. Learn more at
15: FosterAndSmith.com
5: I'm Lori Brooks. The investigation of dog trainer Susan Milan, who is also known as the Dog Whisperer on TV, is over. And there will be no charges filed against him. This whole thing began back in February when an episode of Milan's show featured him using a scared pot belly pig to teach a French bulldog to get along with pigs. Because that dog named Simon had previously... Totally ripped off a pig's ear. And we're not talking a dog treat here. We're talking a real live pig ear. So, Milan in the episode knew that, of course, and Simon still bit this pig's ear and drew the wrath of animal activists who demanded that he be banned from television. The Los Angeles County Sheriff's Office says a comprehensive investigation was conducted and they presented a very thorough and complete report to the District Attorney's Office, which they say was unable to find anything to charge Milan with. The County ACC, by the way, said you can tell that the incident was not intended because they looked at the tape, and the injuries to the pig looked worse than they really were, adding that the pig did get immediate veterinary attention. A growing number of colleges across the country are now offering their stressed-out students pet Therapy, Of course, and how wonderful is that? The health benefits of dogs and cats are well-documented. Petting a canine companion can help lower blood pressure and help ease depression. And, of course, pets help decrease stress by lowering levels of the stress hormone cortisol and increasing levels of the neurochemical oxytocin, which is the love hormone. Now, for all of those reasons, hospitals, nursing homes, prisons, practically everyone has embraced pet therapy. As a part of treatment and rehabilitation these days. Oklahoma State University actually has a student stress reduction center, which they call Reboot, and it has more than 20, more than 20 certified therapy dogs available for students every day, and they say they're about to add another 10 dogs to that program. Oklahoma State is also considering expanding its pet therapy program to someday include equine therapy, that would be with horses, and even a cat program. And Chicago will soon get its very first... Cat Cafe. Treehouse Humane Society has been given approval to launch a coffee shop which will also double as a cat adoption center. It'll feature a full-on coffee bar a cat lounge, too, where a dozen or more cats will be free to roam and play and sleep. The $6 million Chicago facility is set to open in early fall. Cat cafes, by the way, are very popular in other countries, and Cat Town in Oakland, California saw its adoption rate more than double after opening the first stateside cat cafe not even two years ago so they've done wonderful things i'm Lori brooks get more breaking animal news anytime at animalradio.com this has been an animal radio news update brought
15: to you by doctors foster and smith pet pharmacy with everyday low prices on products like quellin and Rimadyl delivered right to your door with a 100 percent satisfaction guarantee learn more at fosterandsmith.com
16: this is Animal Radio. You know, that
4: sees a long story of
2: yeah, confuses me a little bit. What what is the deal behind Caesar Milan? Can you give a kind of a, a quick update so I know and I understand? I, did a dog that was on one of his shows attack a pig? What what's the story there?
3: Yes, he use what well, what you know. What, it's probably it's
2: probably better. It's probably better if you guys tell it.
3: Well, what happened is I guess this person had a pig and a dog, and their dog was attacking their pig, and they wanted Caesar Milan to stop it to make them friends. So the the person already had the animals, so he was out there and in order to stop it he had to see what happened and the dog did go after the pig while he was there and they're saying he was using the pig as bait that's not true he had a vet there he had you know the owner there he had everybody there ready in case something happened to the pig and he was on top of it and it did bite the pig's ear and they did have a vet look at it immediately and he was able to work through it and got the animal the dog to stop attacking the pig I guess it was
5: quite a comedy scene. Not funny, but uh, Milan, during the episode, um, the pig broke away from his staff member who was holding it while the dog was approaching and so after the after the pig was bitten the the pig ran away and they said that Milan was running around chasing the pig yelling <laughs> i got this i got this you know and just it was a chaotic scene i i heard about it and i just thought
7: oh it was just cuz he's been criticized for being harsh i didn't realize about the animal injured now in what do you movie, think about it i i think that was reckless i I just don't think that was wise for the the pig's well-being. And it wasn't something that benefited that animal. And it was obviously too close proximity. It should have been protected from that from happening. I guess he tried, but it broke
2: loose. You know what? It's interesting how we're divided here in the studio about Mm this. I'm sort of with Dr. Debbie on this. That's well, where I, just, I side.
7: I I don't know. I mean I I see that he wanted to help the other animal, but if there's it's just like kids, you know, you know, if you want to train your dog to be comfortable around kids, you wouldn't put a small toddler in the area and let <laughs> them run loose. You know, you have to have measures and and baby steps to get up to something like that before you you put them in a uh a
5: situation someone could get hurt. I'm surprised that they you know, they taped. So I'm surprised they even aired it. Wouldn't they have thought about that, you know? You sure. think that they would have said, "We don't have to air this."
2: <laughs> yeah, or they could have said, here's a ratings buster that's going to get a lot of yep. attention. <laughs> yes.
5: But do you want ratings? I think if a lawsuit went along with the ratings, I'd just go, now pass on the ratings this episode.
2: <laughs> well, there you go.
5: No big ears for Simon.
2: I want to welcome back to the show Dr. Franz DeWall. We had you on, I believe, in 2005, so we're talking about 11 years ago. Welcome back, Doctor. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks. You know, your new book, Are We Smart Enough to Know How Smart Animals Are?, Great title, because I've always wondered this very question, always thinking, I always think that my dog has like a sixth sense and and is a little smarter than I am. Is there any truth to that?
17: (laughs) I don't know how smart you are.
3: (laughs) That's not saying a lot.
17: (laughs) Yeah, no, sorry. Sorry about that. But I'm usually asking this question as a scientist, you know, because in science, there has been a sort of downplaying of animal intelligence, all these hard-nosed scientists of uh, last century who didn't want to hear about animal intelligence and animal cognition was even a taboo word that we could not even use with animals. They have been downplaying intelligence for the longest time, and it's only in the last 25 years that we, um, we are starting to look at animal intelligence in a different way. And, and, uh, and that's why I'm asking the questions: are we really smart enough to do that? And, and I think we are.
2: Why do you think we downplay their intelligence? Is it because we feel threatened, or maybe yeah. we I, eat chickens and cows and we don't want to think that they're intelligent? Or
3: what yeah, is- that's another
17: part. That's a moral dimension. But but first of all, there is the let's say the religious side. It's like we have a soul; they don't have a soul. We we have made every effort to make them look dumb, and um, and that's part of our religion and part of our culture. Yeah, and on top of that comes the moral issue. It's like um, that is quite convenient to to describe them as dumb and having no emotions and so on if if you want to eat them, you know.
2: We are with Dr. Franz de Waal. The book is called Are We Smart Enough to Know How Smart Animals Are. When we talk about animals that are smart, we generally think about like the bonobo and, and the primates. But what about the dog that's sitting right, right next to me right now or the cat that's in the other room? Do they have some pretty uh, amazing skills that we are unaware of? Well,
17: one thing that has been discovered in the last uh, 15 years is a few dogs, and you must have read about them, who can can recall like uh, a hundred or sometimes a thousand different words. Uh And so they they know the words for certain toy items and you can call that word and even if the toys are in a different room, so you prevent them from seeing where you're looking or maybe you're (laughs) pointing at these things. You put them in a different room, and the ro- the dog has to run to that different room, and you say, get me the goose or get me the the club or whatever, and, and the dog comes back with the right item. And even smarter than that is that they can exclude. So you, you give them a new word, a word that they've never heard before, and there's only one item in that room that they've never seen before, and they're able to connect that. They're able to connect. Well, that's the word that, that I, I've just been given that I didn't know. So that must be for the item I didn't know.
2: Mm. Those are our standards, though. Those are smart, smarts by human standards. But yeah. th- there must be standards that we don't even understand that they have. For instance, my dog just seems to know what I'm thinking before I'm thinking it. Yeah,
17: but most likely that's based on something that you don't even Know that you do. Oh. So, so there's a famous story of Conrad Lorenz, who was a, an animal expert who, ha, who was very fond of dogs, and he had many dogs, and he said that his dog knew when he was going to walk. So, so he would be sitting at his desk, and he would decide he was going to take a walk, and his dog would be jumping up and down, <laughs> and he hadn't done anything.
3: Uh-huh.
17: And, and then he discovered, slowly uh, he realized, that he was a pipe smoker, that he would always clean his pipe out if he had if he was making plans to walk. Ah. So the dog, smart as the dog is, uh, he would think, "Well, hey, he's cleaning his pipe. We're going to walk," you know.
2: Ah, ah, little
3: subtle things, and sometimes when you just you get your shoes or you put a jacket on or you just. They just—they pick up on a lot but of little cues. these
2: are things that normal humans wouldn't even notice, so that's what I'm saying. They're pretty they smart to, to pick up on these little, little things in, in our moods and what uh-huh. we're going to do and our reactions so they can tell yeah. ahead of time what's going yeah. to happen. Well, this is a great book. It's about time that it's come out. It's yeah. called Are We Smart Enough to Know How Smart Our Animals Are? The author, Dr. Franz DeWall, joining us. Thank you so much for doing that. I have 10 copies to give away of this book.
8: Stella & Chewy's believes that selecting the best food is one of the most important decisions an owner can make for their pet. We believe that pets thrive when they're fed the same diet they'd get in the wild. Dogs and cats are carnivores, and meal mixers are a quick and convenient way to mix a little raw nutrition and great taste into their diet. Made from premium raw ingredients, like grass-fed meat and cage-free poultry, with organic fruits and vegetables, meal mixers help kickstart your kibble. Learn more at StellaAndChewy's.com.
9: Get that flooring project done for less with exclusive deals from Lumber Liquidators. This week, get 20% off more than 50 varieties of North American and European laminate, like gorgeous alpine oak. We've lowered prices on our pre-finished three-quarter inch solid hardwood floors. Wide plank solid antique oak is an amazing $199. Solid hickory is just $2.99. And get beautiful wood $1 off a square foot, plus more deals from 69 cents and special financing. The best flooring deals end Tuesday, so visit LumberLiquidators.com to find a store near you.
11: No matter
15: what kind of allergy day you're having, relief can be yours with Nasacort Allergy 24-Hour. Its prescription-strength medicine effectively relieves your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion, for 24 hours. (sighs) Nasacort has no harsh taste, is non-drowsy, and non-addictive. Unlike Flonase, Nasacort is scent and alcohol-free. For effective nasal allergy relief, choose Nasacort. It's guaranteed relief or your money back. Details at Nasacort.com. Use as directed.
18: This morning, Sandra
16: Sneed wrote a joyful status. This miss is a soon-to-be missus. Over 300 friends liked her engagement post, and it got 76 comments. Sandra, you're one popular gal. Geico also has a comment on your status. Did you know you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance in just 15 minutes by switching to Geico? Just the way we're trying to help cushion a nice little nest egg for the future misses. Hashtag getting itched. Hashtag savings.
9: Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.
16: America was built by people with a few dollars and a dream. And while many don't know it, there's one path to success that still only requires a dream and about $10. That's right. If your dream is to start or grow your business, something as simple as the right business card could make all the difference. And today, at Vistaprint.com, you can get 500 full-color business cards for only $9.99. That's right, only nine ninety nine. Just go to Vistaprint.com and enter promo code 3388 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 3388. You're listening to
1: Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405.
2: It gives me great pleasure to present to you the dog father, Joey Volani, exclusively on Animal Radio. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Hey. So
4: anyway, I, you know, I got a. Gr- I had was somebody asked me a great question because I confuse people sometimes. Obviously, uh-huh. they talked to me about brushing their dog or cat, and I always say that don't wash your dog first because or your cat, because you're gonna get the knots, make the knots tighter. And I had someone say to me, well, you also said. That it's better to brush out a clean pet than a dirty pet. So I am like going a to clarify. <laughs> yeah, how do you do all that? the confusion we have okay. here? See, here's the thing: in a perfect world, then we know that the world isn't perfect. So, in a perfect world, if we were able to clean. If we were able to work on a clean pet, everything happens easier. Knots brush out easier. Uh-huh. Um, the hair detangles easier. It separates. Um, but unfortunately, that's not usually how it is. If you have a pet that doesn't have a lot of knots and a lot of tangles and generally is more or less, um, let's say, 80% knot free, you can bathe your pet and then brush it out. Now, you can do it on an extreme... See, pet groomers would do this on an extremely dirty dog. The only difference is we have high-velocity dryers that will penetrate that coat and will help separate things as we're brushing it. Unfortunately, at home, you don't have that luxury. So what happens is as the mat will dry naturally, it's going to tighten up. So it's going to make it harder then to get out. And in some conditions, that could be the deciding factor whether your dog or cat is going to have to be shaved. So what I say is if it's not coming out at home and you're having a problem because it's real heavy and it's dirty, and a lot of times when it's dirty, you'll brush it out and it'll actually almost pull back together at times. Go to your professional groomer when it's like that. Um, If it's just light tangling, you know, try to brush it out dirty first. If that don't work, clean the pet and brush it out. But, again, be careful. There's a fine line there. If it's too, too tangled, I would not bathe it. I'd bring it to my professional.
5: What are you going to do when I deliver my naughty haired, uh, tangled dog to you <laughs> that I couldn't do at home? Or is there something you're going to do that I could do at home?
4: Well, is your dog nodded? Is he a little bit, um, unruly or is it both?
5: Um,
4: let's say it's horrible. Okay. It's, ob- it's, it's, it's obviously both by, by the, the pause. <laughs> There's a lot of different. Number one, working on, on a professional table with professional equipment is one thing. The other thing is the dog will Automatically, um, and not, this don't work for a cat, but for a dog, they automatically sense that the professional knows what they're doing. It was like when I owned the Nash Academy. Um, I can walk into my, um, classroom area and have 20 students having a hard time with a dog and walk up to that dog and just put my hand out and it was over. Well, oh, you're of, the dog father. Of, I'm the dog father. And that doesn't always work, but it works in a lot of cases. Now with a cat, with a cat is completely different. You know, go <laughs> out and get your, you know, go get the Ouija board and then everything else and say a few Hail Marys and, and hopefully, hopefully you'll get through it. Cats, cats don't respond like that. They let you know that there's no alpha here. We're on equal playing field here, pal. And I'm gonna bite you. Well,
2: those are those are only long-haired cats, right? Though I mean, because I'm a no, cat guy. No. Short. My my no short-haired, short-haired cat cats. never needs his hair, never gets tangled.
4: Well, let me ask you a question. It has not not even tangled, but how about these shedding? Do you have hair on your on, on your pillows and on your rugs
2: and on your comforters? Well, I I brush my cat every day. You
4: learn. <laughs> that hopefully, hopefully that was because
2: of me, I'll, and I'll take the credit for it, even if it wasn't. Of course, it was because of you, the dog father, exclusively on Animal Radio. <laughs>
19: Hello, Animal Radians. It's Robert Semro, your Pet World Insider, here with this week's Animal Radio List, 10 Meaningful Ways to Forever Honor Your Pet. I recently lost my best friend in the world, my dog, Sugar. She's the reason I'm so deeply involved in the pet world. She was abused, thrown out of a car at an outlet mall, and she was left for dead. She adopted my wife and I, and she was as important to our family as anything can possibly be. I was devastated beyond belief at her passing and knew that I needed to do something that would honor her memory for decades to come. To begin with, we spent many days in our yard, at dog parks, and outdoors with her. We wanted to do something special that would honor her love of the sun and the outdoors. My outdoor choice was to have her with us in the form of a few trees. We have planted some of her ashes with a tree seedling in a bio-urn that will sprout to life and grow for many years to come. The rebirth of our beloved sugar will serve as a reminder that she's still with us and still watching over us. The urn kit makes it easy and it's interactive and was healing for the kids as well. You'll see me talking to the trees for the rest of my life and I hope you'll ask me, Rob, who are you talking to? Next is the celebration of the fun and creativity that our pets inspire. There are several companies out there who offer to create art from the ashes of our pets. From glass sculptures to sun catchers to centerpieces and paintings, these soul-filled creations provide an eye-catching and heartwarming way to incorporate your pet's memorial in your home. One of the most important things our pets do is bring us love and comfort. The hole that exists after the loss of a pet can never be filled, but it can be comforted. I and many others have turned to a clone of our pets for this comfort. No, I'm not having Sugar's DNA cloned into a new being. Instead, I'm getting a cuddle clone of her likeness. These meticulous custom handmade plush versions of our beloved pets are upliftingly lifelike and spot on clones of their inspirations. You know, there are other wonderful ways to memorialize your pets. Consider a customized miniature statue, a canvas print of your favorite photo, a plaster paw print, a jewelry piece made from their nose print, A donation of a bench to the local dog park or a plaque in your backyard in an area that your pet loved. More than anything, I wish I could give Sugar one more hug and tell her I love her one more time. I know she knew the love we had for her and we knew the love she had for us. For me, honoring her beyond the memories is something that I and my family needed to do for us. And one thing I want to leave you all with is that the best way to honor your pet is to be the best pet parent you can possibly be every single day. No one is perfect, but your pet sure thinks you're close enough. Share your pet memorial stories and ideas on our Animal Radio Facebook page.
1: Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Valani. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And
2: we're going to head back to the phones for your calls about your pets. 1-866-405-8405 for Dr. Debbie or dog father Joey Volani. And also this hour, we're going to talk to this attorney who's uh, practicing law exclusively for dogs, dangerous dogs. He represents only the most dangerous dogs that you could possibly think of.
3: Yeah, dogs that have been sentenced to death
2: row. Oh, okay. That's an interesting career. We're going to find out more about that in just a few minutes.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Lucy just (laughs) felt a need to
2: scratch. (laughs) She
5: was next to to the wall that divides
2: us. I'll tell you. Did you hear that? As soon as she wanted to scratch, I wanted to scratch, too.
7: I thought someone was knocking on the door <laughs> too. wanting to come in.
2: Dave's not here. So uh, what are you working Goodness. on over there in the uh, very hairy, scratchy newsroom?
5: Well, since we're talking about, you know, the law and the lawyer and everything, a Supreme Court in one of the 50 states is soon set to decide, and now Gordy's coughing. Gosh, my animals are... <laughs> Honey, What's up, here? Gordy? Um they're gonna talk about um actually decide the value of a pet now, I Start mean the because value. the law of course yeah. right sees pets as property, so is your pet the equivalent of a toaster oh you know, it, no you know there's a they're a living breathing thing, and they they have a lot of you know love so they're so, they're, I mean, they're trying yeah, to put a
2: price tag on that
5: right. And it's it's a very complicated case. It's actually brought uh, by two attorneys, and the people that they're battling in the lawsuit is a kennel. And so this kennel that you think you know nurtures the the parent pet parent animal bond and everything because they're a real high price kennel uh-huh. that you know that they would foster that feeling. And they're like, no, your dog is only worth market value. It, and it's like, are you kidding me? Crazy stuff. Yeah. yeah.
2: It really is. Okay. Well, that's on the way in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. Let's go to the phones for your calls. Hi, Laura. Hi. Did you need to talk to Dr. Debbie?
10: Yes, I sure do.
2: She's right here. Hi
10: there. Hello. Um, I have a young male cat. He was my neighbor's, uh, he was born at my neighbor's house, and he was wild outside, and I kind of coaxed him over to my house, and um, I put a... Uh, one of those Labistro automatic feeders with some automatic water because my husband and I are gone for a week at a time. And, um, and he pretty much kept showing up and about two months later, I told my husband, if he's still there, we'd go ahead and neuter him. So on our vacation, we had him neutered and I brought him into the house for two weeks and then I put him back out when we left. And then, um, It's been kind of that way ever since for about another three weeks. So he's only been neutered about a month. But I'm having kind of some issues with him. I have like Jekyll and Hyde thing going on. When he's inside, he's real friendly. He'll lay down, let you pet him and everything else. But the minute I put him outside, he doesn't want anything to do with me, and it's hard to get him back inside. I was kind of wondering, I try to coax him in with wet food, but um, he's kind of gotten the the hang of that and is not real interested. And I'm kind of wondering, is this something that will slowly over time go away with just keeping doing the same thing? Or, you know, I'm just kind of lost. I have this cat with two personalities. Okay,
7: so I want to make, be sure I'm clear. Now, since you've gotten him neutered and he's, you know, you're back into the regular routine of things, does he come into the home and is he in kind of good spirits and kind of like a happy cat at sometimes?
10: Yeah, once I get him inside, he is, but this last time, um, I, I had a real hard time getting him in the house. Okay. And I haven't, my neighbor's cat is male, he comes in all the time and, um, You know and uh, he'll eat the food and that kind of brings my cat in but that's the only way I've been able to get him in is manipulating him to come inside Mm. but he's inside for two or three days while we're home and then he becomes a, a normal cat but the minute I put him out he goes right back to being afraid and I don't know what to do
7: yeah, and, and this is truly the tale of two cats here because um we have two d- different environments that this kitty's come to know. And outdoors, you know, it's an unpredictable environment. Um, he's got to watch his back. He, you know, he has to behave as a different kitty in that environment versus in the indoor setting. Now, not every cat can make that transition. It's kind of interesting from what you're saying that he does acclimate within a course of a few days and that he does well indoors because a lot of kitties that are just truly kind of stick to their feral roots, they don't always quite um, kind of cozy into the whole house cat scenario. So, For me, I don't know that I would expect him to behave like an indoor cat when you see him outside. The trick truly is in winning the hearts of feral cats and cats that are fearful of us is food and um, it can be tough if he is outdoors and he has access to other food items whether they're moving crawling running or other kibble items outdoors because the food motivation is somewhat diminished if he's already been fed and he's already satisfied so if you control the food and don't have that feeder sitting there then you have a direct correlation to happy feelings for kitties um, most cats love to eat. They enjoy it. It's a fun experience. So if you are the link that brings that enjoyment to him, that makes you a better thing in his world all the way around. So um, ditch the automatic feeders, be his personal food resource, and use that to the best of your ability to make him um, hopefully um, enjoy the setting that you're asking him to. And if he doesn't enjoy it, you know i I'd say you got to respect his wishes and what he wants and what he's looking for in his life, so uh, you know I don't know if you're are you looking to turn him into an indoor kitty long term It doesn't sound like your lifestyle's gonna be that
10: right now um it, it ha we're like I said we're away from the house for a week at a time, so I really can't do much with him um when um my husband and I come off the road hopefully in a year or so then um Then he would be in a lot more, probably about 80 or 90% of the time. Um, Mm -hmm. He's young, so I was kind of hoping, and he's really cute, he's really sweet. So I was kind of hoping I could make his inside experience lovable. You know, it's really hot where I live, and it's, you know, we have air conditioning. I was hoping that that would entice him inside. You know, he'd have to live outside while we're gone and I've been taking his cat box and putting it out in the yard, you know, um emptying it out in the yard so he smells his smells and uh, trying to make it more inviting.
7: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, that's the the great thing with, uh, you know, the indoor cat experience. It can be tough to make it, you know, as as wonderful as the outdoor experience. So you want to make sure you're also giving him some good other opportunities for when he's indoors. I mean, you're a great thing. The food's nice inside, and he's got shelter. But you also want to not let him be bored. So if you have a little cat um, condo that you can sit by a window, you have a little kitty patio, um, interactive food toys are great to keep them busy and keep them active and not just be in a a couch potato. Potato cat, if you will, when he's indoors. Um, Because if he enjoys that activity outdoors, you know, he's not going to want to give that up. So there's got to be something that we can best uh, s- simulate his outdoor environment. Uh, you know, one other tip I have as far as for, you know, making this fellow really want to come to you for food. Um, in many cases you can train cats just like dogs to clicker training. So you can train them either to a bell or to a clicker when the food call comes. So when the chow comes down and you set down that food, you ring a bell or you click a clicker and that helps to be that audible alert. And just like a good old Pavlov who trained those dogs when they heard a sound that they were going to eat, um, your kitty, um, will learn that same sound uh, relation to the food. So that might be one other way to get your uh, your appearance as something that he gets excited about when you're coming around. So hope that's of some help for you there, Laura.
10: Thank you so much.
7: You're welcome. Thank you so
2: much for your call. This healthy serving of Animal Radio brought to you by the grain-free Red Barn Naturals canned food for dogs and cats. Always made in the USA with natural, functional ingredients to support your pet's optimal health. You can learn more over at RedBarnInc.com. Let's head back to the phones. We have Paul on the phones for Doctor Deb. Hey, Paul, how you doing?
20: Oh, pretty good. How are you guys doing?
6: splendid
2: What can we do for you?
6: Uh, I've got a uh, eight year old wire hair Dodson, and over the last couple weeks, he is becoming more and more bloated. Um, he kind of looks like a know how a puppy looks when he has worms and stuff
7: oh sure yeah
6: his belly is getting that big
7: oh dear okay well what else is he doing is there anything else going on coughing any vomiting diarrhea anything like that
20: no no he's eating and he's going out and using the bathroom it's just his now he got into the garbage about three weeks ago and i don't know if he could have a blockage or if he got worms from getting into the garbage
7: Okay. Well, I mean, I'm definitely disturbed that you're saying it's it's changing that much within that short period of time. So for me, I'm going to say, you know, I would definitely, if you were in front of me, I'd be examining him. I'd be feeling that belly, and I'd probably get an x-ray of that belly um, because that quickly of a change isn't good. Um, I would definitely want to be checking out his spleen, which is a really a uh, heavy blood-filled organ, and that can change in size um, very quickly. So that would be something I would definitely want to look at. Now, um, you know, there are certainly some other things that cause, you mentioned worms. I, generally, I wouldn't expect it to be that dramatic, that fast of a, a bloating, if you will, of, of his belly. Not a bad idea to do a deworming, but I think we got some bigger fish to fry here in this situation. Um, and uh, Did you mention any kind of hair loss or anything else, anything going on there?
6: No, no, he, he's uh, got all his hair. You know, he's still, you know, the happy go lucky bear that, you know, he acts like a puppy. Uh, you know, I drive a truck, and the last time I was in was a week ago, and I was just amazed at how big his belly had got.
7: Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I'm going to definitely tell you that personal experience here. Um, my own Labrador um, started to be a little broad in the, in the front part of his abdomen, and, it you know, he wasn't hurting, he's still his normal self and we actually on an ultrasound we found a, a small tumor in his spleen but his spleen was kind of getting big as a result of having this thing in there and having to produce more new blood cells and so we we actually had to address that and deal with that surgically but the, the big thing is that if you're seeing this get bigger i don't think i want to have you delay this anymore you need to get this baby to the bat okay
6: okay i'll do that as soon as i get
2: home people say less is more At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food, simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Red Barn canned food for cats and dogs is grain and gluten-free.
8: Okay, everyone. Mother's Day is next week. Do you know what you're getting for your mom? If you're looking for the perfect gift, check out this sweet deal from Sherry's Berries. Right now, you can get their famous freshly dipped gourmet berries starting at $19.99. I was so excited to see this deal because Sherry's Berries have become a big tradition in my family. We all love them. You have never seen dipped berries like these. They're huge, sweet, juicy, and covered in decadent toppings like chocolate chips and chopped nuts. And right now, they're starting at nineteen ninety nine. That's amazing. Plus, you can pick your delivery date, and the berries are guaranteed to arrive fresh, delicious, and beautifully packaged. My mom is going to be super excited when she gets her Sherry's berries, and I bet your mom will be, too. Hurry, because Mother's Day is next week, and this incredible deal ends this Friday. The only way to get this amazing offer is to go to berries.com, click the microphone in the upper right corner, and enter secret code 4444.
11: That's berries.com special code
9: 4444. Shipping charges not included. Customer satisfaction guaranteed to your money back.
11: Mother's Day is next week, and Pro Flowers is offering an amazing special: 100 stunning blooms for mom, plus a free glass vase for 19.99. Go to ProFlowers.com. Click on the blue microphone in the upper right corner and enter the secret code 8484. But hurry! This incredible deal expires this Friday. With fresh flowers, guaranteed delivery, and add-ons to complete your gift, Pro Flowers has everything you need to be a gifting expert on Mother's Day. Order now from Pro Flowers to get huge savings. You pick the delivery date and a. It's guaranteed 100 colorful blooms sent fresh from the fields and guaranteed to stay fresh and beautiful for at least seven days for $19.99 and will include a free glass vase. Hurry, Mother's Day is next week, and this incredible special expires this Friday. The only way to get this amazing deal is to go to proflowers.com. Click on the blue microphone in the upper right corner and enter the secret code 8484. That's proflowers.com, secret code 8484. Shipping charges
9: not included. Satisfaction guaranteed To your money back.
1: Any Tom, Dick, or Harry can tell you that Geico could save you money on car insurance. But since money talks, why not go straight to the source?
18: Hey, Harry's Money here. And the day Harry went to Geico.com and switched his car insurance was the day I got to hang around. Finally, boys bonding bada bing bada boom. No wonder Geico has 97% customer satisfaction. Personally, I'd give him 100, but that's just my two cents. That was funny. Geico, 15 minutes could save
1: you 15% or more on car insurance. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. It's Animal
2: Radio. We are celebrating the connection with your pets toll free. Here's the number: 1-866-405-8405. Like I said, toll free, that means it costs you nothing. We have Dr. Debbie to my left answering your vet medical questions. Dogfather Joy Velani to my white. To my white. And uh, Lori Brooks in the newsroom, and Judy Francis uh-huh. right there answering your phone calls. And uh, we, we tell you this because you might be brand new. You might be listening in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, as we welcome our 133rd affiliate, welcome. W-O-G-O in Eau Claire. So welcome. Call in. Check in with us, will you? Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. And Lori, what are you working on over there in the newsroom?
5: Well, you know how when we get on social media, everybody posts their scores on You know, there's like those online personality tests. Yeah. You know, who's your best friend and who's <laughs> your best drunk But You know, there's just everything. Who's your best drunk buddy? Now, <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I must have missed that one. I just that seen one. that one a lot
5: recently. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm like, my friends post that? Mm-hmm. But um, there's now online personality test for cats. So it's pretty interesting, and, and there's there's some, like, citizen science stuff behind it. We'll explain everything coming up.
2: Now, do we help our cats do this, or do we just let them go at the computer? Well, you them? can't
3: cheat with them,
5: Hal. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, you, you've got to help, Dad.
2: Okay, that's on the way in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. Let's go to your calls first and answer your questions about your dogs, cats, flamingos, iguanas, whatever. Hey, John, how are you doing?
21: Hi, hi this is John.
7: So what do you got going on? Oh,
21: I got a little puppy, six months old, and she's a miniature poodle, and she's sweet as can be. We're worried about feeding her ice cream. We don't know anything about that sort of thing.
7: Okay. You're, you're worried about it? Is she currently eating ice cream?
21: Yeah, we feed her a doubt once in a while. Vanilla.
7: Okay. So you're looking to ask me for permission to give your dog ice cream. Is that right?
21: Will it hurt
7: her? Well, it depends. Um, there are certainly dogs that are, have very sensitive stomachs and varying from their uh, regular diet can upset their system. The interesting thing that people need to recognize is that dogs and cats, a good majority of them are actually lactose intolerant. That's something to think about when we start offering them different, um, dairy products that that can cause some dietary upset. And it may not be a life threatening illness, but, you know, we might talk about excess gas, soft stools, maybe some vomiting. As a child, I can tell you my dog, uh, he definitely dined on uh, cleaning the uh, ice cream bowl, <laughs> a very regular occurrence. So a little bit probably is not going to be a big deal. But in general, there's a lot of fat in ice cream and calories that we really just don't need to do. So I'm not going to give you that clearance to say it's okay to give ice cream. It would just be something I would try to discourage. That's interesting. The local
21: young man at a pet store suggested I take and put some uh, peanut butter in uh, wet dog food and freeze it and then like, give them that.
7: Well, wow. that can be kind of a fun treat. But I would say rather than put it in the food, frozen peanut butter can be very useful when we're uh, trying to get dogs to... Uh, be occupied. Chew on toys. So you can take a little bit of peanut butter, stick it inside a Kong or an, another kind of chewing toy, and keep them occupied. I don't want to just give dogs food. That really it's, it's pretty ungratifying. I mean, yes, they, they like to eat it, and it's yummy, but it doesn't really occupy their mind or their chewing instinct. So I like the frozen peanut butter in a toy. I don't like throwing it in the bowl. That's just, it's not letting a dog be a dog. Well, two do
21: bad okay. questions. I just got told yesterday that it's dangerous to feed dog grapes grapes
7: yes that's actually true um grapes and raisins have the potential to cause kidney failure in dogs and it's very true and and that's another thing where people will say i've done it before and my dog is perfectly fine it's something they're looking at they don't know really what the toxic principle is but it can happen so do not feed grapes or raisins to your dogs thank you
21: debbie and what about chocolate
7: Chocolate. Oh, that's another one. Chocolate's a no-no. And um, small amounts aren't likely to be toxic, but you can certainly get a taste. They'll develop a taste for chocolate. And my own dear Labrador had ingested several pounds of chocolate items and had the world's worst chocolate toxicity. He had heart arrhythmias, uh, vomiting. It, it was a really bad state. So it can be toxic in large amounts. So um, I don't like to do it at
21: all. Uh, okay, we don't do that. We just out a little scoop of vanilla, tiny little tablespoonful.
7: Yeah, and there's so many, you know, fun, kind of healthy dog treats out there that can be flavored like chocolate, but they really don't contain chocolate. So if you feel the urge to give something like that, you can always reach to the to the pet store to find something.
2: I, Thank you, Debbie. I remember the, uh, the uh, peanut butter that wasn't really peanut butter. It's dog peanut butter. Dog butter is what they call it. From Dog for Dog, which is much better.
3: Formulated and healthier for dogs.
2: Good for them. So you might check that out. We have a list over at the uh, website at animalradio.com of foods you should not feed your dog, which uh, (laughs) includes, of course, grapes and raisins. Thank you for listening, John. I appreciate your call today.
21: Thank you. I enjoyed it very much. Thank you very much. 1-866-405-8405
2: one 405 8405 to connect with our dream team here at Animal Radio. Animal Radio is underwritten in part by Stella and Chewy's. You know, pets thrive when they're fed the same food they get in the wild. And meal mixers are an easy, convenient way to add raw, nutrient-rich meat, wholesome fruits, vegetables, probiotics, and antioxidants to your dog's diet. You can learn more over at StellaAndChewies.com. Thanks, Stella and Chewies, for underwriting Animal Radio.
1: You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Dogs or cats, horse or emu.
11: Like something out of a Lassie episode, a real-life 13-month-old cattle dog named Lassie helped rescue her owner after he fell from his horse in Australia. 90-year-old George Crother broke his pelvis after being thrown from a bucking horse. Crother got his foot caught in the reins and ended up on the ground, where Lassie snuggled up next to him to keep him warm. As darkness fell, Crother's wife came searching for him with a flashlight, but wasn't able to hear his faint cries for help. That's when Lassie ran to her and led her to her ailing husband. Lassie's very thankful owner is on the mend after having 37 screws inserted into his pelvis and hip. Good dog,
0: Lassie, good dog. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal
5: Radio.
16: America was built by people with a few dollars and a dream. And while many don't know it, there's one path to success that still only requires a dream and about $10. That's right. If your dream is to start or grow your business, something as simple as the right business card could make all the difference. And today at Vistaprint.com, you can get 500 full-color business cards for only $9.99. That's right. Only $9.99. Just go to Vistaprint.com and enter promo code 3388 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 3388.
13: Like the taste of fresh apples? Try an Angry Orchard hot cider. At Angry Orchard, we believe in tradition. That's why we use apples from a hundred-year-old orchard. It takes two apples to make each bottle of Angry Orchard. So raise a glass to a time when apples were best served in a pint glass. Angry Orchard, when you're looking for something a little different. Crisp, refreshing, and not too sweet. Just like me. Angry Orchard hot cider brand job.
9: A Cider Company, Walden, New York, drink responsibly.
11: Mother's Day is next week and Pro Flowers is offering an amazing special. 100 stunning blooms for mom plus a free glass face for $19.99. Go to proflowers.com. Click on the blue microphone in the upper right corner and enter the secret code 8484. But hurry, this incredible deal expires this Friday with fresh flowers, guaranteed delivery, and add-ons to complete your gift. Pro Flowers has everything you need to be a gifting expert on Mother's Day. Order now from Pro To get huge savings, you pick the delivery date and it's guaranteed 100 colorful blooms sent fresh from the fields and guaranteed to stay fresh and beautiful for at least seven days for $19.99 and will include a free glass face. Hurry, Mother's Day is next week and this incredible special expires this Friday. The only way to get this amazing deal is to go to proflowers.com. Click on the blue microphone in the upper right corner and enter the secret code 8484. That's proflowers.com, secret code 8484. Shipping
9: charges not included. Satisfaction guaranteed To your money back.
16: The Movie Man 6-second DVD review starts now. If you liked Ride Along, you'll like Ride Along too, because it's exactly the same movie and Kevin Hart is still annoying. I'm out.
13: Have back taxes taken? control of your life your bank account your paycheck it's time to take back control and avoid tax liens bank levies garnished wages and criminal charges take control today and call u.s tax shield now at 800-524-6201
14: doctors foster and smith pet supplies have a vet vipps accredited online pharmacy covering all your pets needs from heartworm medications and anti-inflammatories like Rimadyl to non-prescription items like canine Advantix flea and tick preventive Doctors Foster & Smith has your pet covered. We'll even contact your vet for you, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day with free shipping on orders over $49. Shop online at FosterAndSmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first.
15: This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster & Smith Pet Pharmacy with prescription medications and over-the-counter products like Advantix Flea & Tick medication delivered right to your door. Learn more at Fosterandsmith.com.
5: I'm Lori Brooks. The Georgia Supreme Court will soon be deciding the value of a pet. You heard right. Americans spend more than $60 billion a year on their companion animals. And, you know, of course, many of us share a bed with our dogs and cats. We take them to work. We spoil them rotten, plaster their pictures all over social media and everything. They're family. But the law sees pets as property, like a car or a toaster. The sofa. You get the idea. Now, in a case that could be decided as early as next month, the Georgia Supreme Court is set to rule on the value of a dog whose death was allegedly caused by a fancy high-dollar kennel that allegedly gave that dog the wrong medicine and then put her into kidney failure, which ultimately killed her. Now, interestingly, the case has been brought by a couple who are both lawyers that had rescued the dog that died. And just as interesting... The kennel says that the dog, whose name was Lola, they say that the dog was property and that the family should get her market value, which, because she was a free rescue dog, that market value is nothing. The family is hoping to recover $67,000 in expenses. They say they spent trying to save Lola from that kidney failure, plus they want compensation for what they say is the loss of a family member. The University of South Australia is now conducting some research using online cat personality tests. Isn't that fun? Many psychologists subscribe to the theory that all people have five broad personality traits, and those for humans are extroversion, agreeableness, openness to experience, conscientiousness, and neuroticism. Now, cats, this team has found, have also their own five dominant traits, too. The feline five, as they're known, are skittishness, outgoingness, dominance, spontaneity, and friendliness. They found the older cats were generally a little more dominant and less outgoing than younger cats, but they say there were no significant variations between male or female cats or indoor and outdoor cats. That's kind of surprising. The study is only open now to cats in South Australia, but there is good news for you U.S. cat lovers, researchers in North Carolina, say they are planning to expand that same study to include American cats, too. And Buddy, a 14-year-old Labrador mix in Michigan, is going to go out in style. He's one of the very lucky dogs whose caretaker has made this senior boy a bucket list. You see, Buddy's original owner recently passed away unexpectedly, and understandably, Buddy then plunged into a really deep depression just before he was diagnosed with cancer that had already spread throughout his body. So it's been a tough time lately for Buddy. So Buddy's new mom had rescued him and wanted to make sure that Buddy knew his special life before he leaves this planet. So his bucket list was created. Some of those things that Buddy, the senior, 14 years old, has already been able to check off his list are sleeping now every night in his Hugh mom's bed, That's human and mom put together. Spending a day at the beach, overdosing on peanut butter, and eating a whole McDonald's Happy Meal all by himself. I'm Lori Brooks. Get more breaking animal news anytime at AnimalRadio.com.
15: This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Drs. Foster & Smith Pet Pharmacy. With everyday low prices on products like Quellin and Rimadil delivered right to your door with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Learn more at FosterAndSmith.com. This is Tanya Tucker on
20: Animal Radio. Love those
1: pets. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android.
2: back to the phones in just a couple of seconds. Toll-free, 405 8405 Don't forget, you can also ask your questions directly from the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. It's a free download. Thanks to those folks over at Drs. Fosters and Smith. And we welcome to the Airwaves attorney Jeremy Cohn. Hi, Jeremy. How are you doing?
12: Hi, I'm doing well.
2: You've been practicing law for, what, 20 years?
12: 20 years, but I've recently uh, had a change of, of what I do.
2: Yeah, in the last eight years, you kind of practiced a new kind of law, huh?
12: Right, I'm heading that way. Each year, uh, I did more and more cases, and now we have a standalone firm dedicated to dog owners. Dog
2: owners. Wow. What, what, what kind of law did you practice before this?
12: Before I did uh, very boring stuff. I worked for an insurance company, and uh, and I was in a horrible field. I did debt collection work. Oh, <laughs> and you never feel good about yourself at the end of the day. And the dogs give me something to go home and feel like, all right, I accomplished something today. It's much better feeling.
2: Okay, so you represent the dogs now. What does that exactly mean?
12: Uh, so essentially, people find me when initially it's, it's dangerous dogs. So if somebody's dog was had, has bit somebody or alleged to have bit somebody, they'd call me to represent them at a hearing to determine if the dog is dangerous or not. So one thing I get involved with is making sure that the dog owner's constitutional rights are protected. We all have a right to a hearing when property, which dogs still are considered, is being taken away from us. Yeah. But sometimes the process is not very fair, and I step in to try to make sure that whatever the result ends up to be, let's make sure we got there properly. And it's developed where I don't think that we should be putting dogs down necessarily as the only option. We're much smarter now than we were at any time previous that there's so many things we can do to rehabilitate a dog or an owner who sometimes is the cause of the, uh, of the, the incident that's, that we're looking at.
3: I like the fact that you point out that sometimes it is the owner and it isn't the dog's fault, that <laughs> you need to look at the whole picture. It's not black and white.
2: Absolutely. When you talk about this, I'm, in, I'm picturing like cases where kids have been bitten or somebody's been bitten and they've taken the uh, dog owner to court. That's what, That's the kind of case you represent, is that correct?
12: In, in many people represent the bite victim or uh, the insurance company when somebody is being sued because their dog bit. I'm on the side of where punishment is being um, leveled against the dog itself or against the dog and the owner. So usually there's insurance that steps in for the civil lawsuit. What I do is I get involved in going to court to prevent this dog from being killed or to make sure that my client gets a fair hearing because the initial hearings where they deemed the dog dangerous weren't fair. When you speak about children, so we know that an overwhelming majority of dog bites happen with children, and especially children under 12 who are not attended. I did have a case where initially you read a headline and you think, oh, that's a horrible dog and it should be put down. And, but I dig deeper, and, and this is what I love to do. And there's sometimes I'll find that the dog is a bad dog and it can't be represented or shouldn't be represented, and I use behaviors to help determine that. In this particular case in a city in Massachusetts, I got a call because an 8-year-old boy was bit. And you hear that, and you're thinking, it sounds pretty pretty bad. And the boy had to go to the hospital. But as I investigated more, and the animal control officer in charge did not investigate more, neighbors were telling me that every day this boy threw rocks at this mm. dog through, through a chain-link fence. And on this particular day, the boy saw the, the owner of the dog and the dog outside and said, can I pet your dog? And when he went to pet the dog, <laughs> um, at midnight midnight bit him in the hand. And... It could very well be that this was resentment building up, and dogs sure. remember these things. And and that's why the boy was bit. So we went from having the dog put down in the headlight, he- headline looking so proper that that was the right thing to do. Everything was dismissed. Uh, the town said, fine, this was uh, tormenting or teasing the dog, which is an exception to why your dog should be deemed dangerous. And now everybody lives side by side, and, and that dog has a good life without restrictions.
2: Wow. The, uh, the dogs are treated, and all animals are treated like property, right, in, in the eyes of the law?
12: Right. That hasn't changed yet. And there's so many folks working on things to try to elevate the status. And so we are doing that on a very small basis, on a case-by-case. There's, there's so many groups doing it uh, to a much larger scale. And the, one of the reasons is judges may want to look at the dog and think, well, what's in the best interest of this dog when it comes to a, a pet custody case that we handle but the legislature does not give them the authority to do that right now. And it, just like you can't have visitation rights for a kitchen table or a refrigerator, judges are having trouble in custody cases, especially making sure that there's visitation rights or um, even you know, pedimony payments for a particular piece of property, which in this case is a dog.
2: Yeah. Well, you know what? I've never seen a refrigerator bite anybody. <laughs> or So I'm just, just saying. So, so.
12: Right. One thing that I find entertaining for myself is the amount of, of hatred that can build up against me in a courtroom or in a hearing. Uh, how people come out and they, they end up loathing me because I'm making arguments as to why uh, the dog should not be put down. And I've had people say to me, wish the worst things upon me and my family because here I am. How dare I try to keep this keep a dog alive? And I've had to be escorted out of courtrooms and things. But I'm always I find it funny because I'll be the first person they call, or someone like me would be the first person they call when their dog is taken without
4: proper
2: (laughs) proper cause. Uh There you go. The uh, website is bostondoglawyers.com. Attorney Jeremy Cohn joining us. Thanks. I appreciate you spending time with us today. Thank you much. Appreciate it. We'll head back to the phones for your calls. Toll-free, 1-866-405-8405.
7: Animal Radio is underwritten in part by Viagen Pets, the leading
8: provider of animal genetic preservation and cloning services. Preserve the genes of your dog or cat to extend the special bond you share with them. Learn more at www.viagenpets.com. That's V-I-A-G-E-N pets GEICO applauds your inner park ranger.
16: Mother Nature appreciates the part of you that knows the difference between the red-bellied and the three-toed woodpecker. GEICO also has specialized agents who admire your gusto for the great outdoors. Agents who help with more than just car insurance. These GEICO agents can insure the RV that will take you and the whole family cross-country. The RV that makes National Forest synonymous with Happy Place. So what are you waiting for? 180 types of woodpeckers are ready to be identified. GEICO
18: for your RV.
16: See how much you could save.
9: Get that flooring project done for less with exclusive deals from Lumber Liquidators. This week, get 20% off more than 50 varieties of North American and European laminate, like gorgeous Alpine Oak. We've lowered prices on our pre-finished three-quarter inch solid hardwood floors. Wide plank solid antique oak is an amazing 199 Solid hickory is just $299 and get beautiful Bellawood $1 off a square foot. Plus more deals from 69 cents and special financing. The best flooring deals end Tuesday, so visit lumberliquidators.com to find a store near you.
8: Okay, everyone, Mother's Day is next week. Do you know what you're getting for your mom? If you're looking for the perfect gift, check out this sweet deal from Sherry's Berries. Right now, you can get their famous freshly dipped gourmet berries starting at $19.99. I was so excited to see this deal because Sherry's Berries have become a big tradition in my family. We all love them. You have never seen dipped berries like these. They're huge, sweet, juicy, and covered in decadent toppings like chocolate chips and chopped nuts. And right now, they're starting at $19.99. That's amazing. Plus, you can pick your delivery date and the berries are guaranteed to arrive fresh, delicious, and beautiful. Beautifully packaged. My mom is going to be super excited when she gets her Sherry's berries, and I bet your mom will be, too. Hurry, because Mother's Day is next week, and this incredible deal ends this Friday. The only way to get this amazing offer is to go to berries.com, click the microphone in the upper right corner, and enter secret code 4444. That's berries.com special code
9: 4444. Shipping charges not included.
18: Customer satisfaction guaranteed to your money back.
14: Movie six-second review starts now.
16: Jake Gyllenhaal and the Great Cast Rise and Demolition. It's the confused story that needs to get torn down. I'm
13: out. Have back taxes taken control of your life, your bank account, your paycheck? It's time to take back control and avoid tax liens, bank levies, garnished wages, and criminal charges. Take control today and call U.S. Tax Shield now at
16: 800-524-6201. Hey, this is Caesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio. Stay balanced.
1: You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Hi, Joan.
6: Yeah, hi. I'm a licensed veterinary technician, and I've run into this so many times that maybe you could reach more people than I can. Where breeders of dogs want to vaccinate their dogs when they're four weeks old and not even wean for their mothers. Uh
7: Uh-huh.
6: And that vaccine really doesn't do them any good
7: because it's got the mother's immunity. Very likely not. Yes, you're correct. So what's the
2: okay. right age to vaccinate?
7: No, that's a great question, Hal, when you put it that way. Well, when we have to remember puppies have um, immunity that they gain from their mom, and then they have immunity that they will develop on their own after vaccinations. So maternal immunity is really a function of a lot of different factors. Does mom have a background on immunity for these infectious diseases? If yes, great. If not, She's starting with zero protection. She's not passing anything to those babies. Also, we need to ingest the colostrum, that very important milk, in the first day or so of life. If that's not really adequately ingested, we're not going to get good immunity. Also, pups can vary on how they absorb this. So all of those things kind of play a role. But for most guidelines, we know that we would want to start a puppy into a vaccine series, usually at six to eight weeks. And the question, common question is, when does mom's immunity wear off? Can't we just start then? That is a very complicated answer because we, we don't know. We can tell you what window it may be. Anywhere from that moment that puppy is dropped on the earth till about 12 to 15 weeks is really that period of time when their body is going to start hopefully kicking in and responding to a vaccine. But as long as mom's immunity is in the system, it will interfere with any vaccine that you're giving. The best recommendation, and you have a very good point here, Joan, is that follow the recommendations of your veterinarian. So at least in my office here, our puppy protocol. If we see a puppy at six weeks of age, that's when we start them off in this series. We see them back in two weeks, at eight weeks for their next set. Then at 12 weeks, and then we go all the way till 16 weeks. And that timing, and the frequency is very important. So you want to follow through with all of that because they can get infectious disease if you fall and miss a dose or miss a timing um, or you delay it. So very important message there, Joan. Thank you so much.
2: one 405 8405 if you have a question for Dr. Debbie. She takes the vet medical questions. We also have dog father, Joey Villani, uh, with your grooming questions.
20: Hey, BJ. Hello. How are you doing? Well, I just got unloaded, and now i got to go get an oil change. But i got a question about my dog.
7: Good, because I can't help you with the oil changes. I grew up in a garage family, but I know nothing about it.
2: <laughs>
20: <laughs> yeah, well, it takes 12 gallons and costs a lot of money. I know that. Uh. <laughs>
2: What's going on with your pup?
20: Okay. I had Fuzzball out walking the other day, and he would smell on the ground and smelling the ground, and... He'd hit, like, one spot and just stand there, smelling. And I got to wondering, I can drop something in front of him, and he just kind of looks off like da-da-da, there it is. I drop it in front of my wolf's nose, gone. Does he have the same? I know that they're supposed to have a certain amount of oral factories in their noses, so they got smellers.
3: Uh-huh.
20: But on, but on a brat, just on a dog like this, I have a Boston Terror rat. Okay. <laughs> he don't have a nose. Does he have as many smeller spots in his nose as that nine-inch nose on that wolf? Or does he get cut short,
7: and that's why he can't smell things? <laughs> that's a great question. We do know that there's differences in the number of... Of olfactory receptors in different breeds of dogs. Now, I probably would say I can't tell you exactly the numbers, but we knew that what some of these different breeds were bred for and what they really developed for down the road, certain breeds, they may have longer snouts, they may have more surface area, and that may mean those are the dogs that perhaps are best for tracking, uh, for scenting. You know, when you look at a bloodhound um, or a German Shepherd, you know, these dogs have very large, long noses with more surface area. So, you I probably have to look up some weird uh, factoids about how many receptors, but I would say it's fair to assume that they have more than some of the small breed dogs with the short little faces, the brachycephalics, as we call them, um, because they just developmentally didn't have the need for that. They have the big, bulgy eyes, the big, gorgeous face, and you know that's kind of why they were bred to be close to a lot of the humans. Now, we do know that cats um, have a much poorer sense of smell compared to dogs and i can tell you that they have uh the receptors i believe are in somewhere around the 20s whereas um some of the dogs it's up to like 170 uh squared so this is something where we can say hmm dogs that definitely have a better sense of smell and they have longer noses than cats do um so we always would say boy what well, why don't the cats smell the stink of their own poop? <laughs> That's why. <laughs> and and I'd say also when we talk about smell and what dogs might smell better or have a better sense of smell, um, you know there's more motivation for certain dogs. So if you have a tracker or a retriever who really wants to find that uh, say duck or find that retriever toy, they're gonna know and they're gonna be very motivated to use their sense of smell to the best of their advantage. Whereas some of the dogs that maybe don't have that drive, that motivation uh, to use that sense, those receptors, who knows, developmentally, they're probably not going to use them. So down the road, decades and eons, um, there's going to be a difference in in those uh, receptors. So... If my answer is a little vague, it is, but I would say yes, I believe your boy, your little fuzzball, probably doesn't have the same sense of smell.
2: Good question, BJ. We thank you for your call. Well, it has flown by once again. Thank you so much for joining us. Remember, if you need your Animal Radio fixed during the week, you can head on over to AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. And if you happen to have a Yorkshire Terrier, a Shih Tzu, a pug, or a mini Schnauzer, check out Dr. Debbie's books, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend. They're Kindle books over at Amazon, and we have links from animalradio.com. Have yourself the most wonderful,
18: blessed week.
3: Bye bye. 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 This
18: is Animal, Animal Ra- Radio Network.
3: Network.